<laughs> Some night, huh? On this very night, ten years ago, along this same stretch of road, in a dense fog, just like this, I saw the worst accident I ever seen. There was this sound, like a garbage truck, dropped off the Empire State Building. And when they finally pulled the driver's body from the twisted, burning wreck, it looked like this. <laughs> was the worst accident I ever seen. Hello everyone and welcome back to the crypt. You're uh, with your host Kyle and as always I'm joined by my wonderful co-host Teddy. How are you doing yes, today? Teddy Long, that is Teddy right Long, player. Right. If you mess with me you're gonna have to go one-on-one with the Undertaker. Oh no. <laughs> or I'll oh. throw you in some mixed tag match with Batista, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> we wouldn't want that. But yeah, uh, Teddy, uh, it, uh, this is our first episode back since uh, I made my uh, glorious uh, entrance into Orlando for the first time. I wouldn't say glorious, because <laughs> to be quite frank, as fun as the weekend was, it was also a clusterfuck. But I mean, yes, you did. You did come down. You did make your presence known. It was fun. You uh, you have a lot of fun there. Oh, I had I had a great. I had the best time ever there. For anybody listening who may not know, we practically had to pry Kyle off the couch with like a spatula. <laughs> Um, because he didn't want to go home, which to be fair, we told him, you know, once you come here, you're never going to want to leave, yep. which, you know, is still valid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to want to move out once you do move in. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you always choked about how once I get there, I wouldn't want to leave. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah well, we'll see. And I get there and I was like, yeah, I don't want to leave. <laughs> He's like, Alabama who? exactly i don't know her she like one of the cousins let's see i could either sit at home on my off days here and be bored or i could go to universal on my off days there Hmm. and be bored you know (laughs) but at least i'm walking around universal okay (laughs) that's true that that that's what i like about universal like maybe more so than disney well yes it still gets absolutely slammed like disney does um there's a lot of good places that you can go that are out of the sun and just a good place to vibe Um, kyle and i actually found one of those spots after we got him finally on fucking hagrid's so you could tell him how that experience went (laughs) Okay, so, uh, so yeah, so we'll talk about Hagrid's. Uh, as for those listening who don't know, I, I'm a massive Harry Potter fan. Uh, and uh, so, obviously, it was a dream come true to, to to go into the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I don't want to piss off our friend Travis <laughs> by, by calling it Harry Potter World. <laughs> but, uh, 
but as soon as we walked through the gates and we walked through and I realized we were in Hogsmeade and I saw the, the Hogwarts Express and everything, I, I was blown away because like I, I've seen videos of it and I've seen pictures of people who've went and, and yeah, it looked good, but I, I always figured that it was smaller scale than what it appeared to be. But then when oh. I got there, it definitely wasn't. I, I honestly felt like I was in the damn movie. Well, to be fair, it is still smaller scale than people think it would be. I don't but... know. Hogwarts was massive. And well, I, I was like... you, you, you have to think it's divided up between two parks. Like if yeah. it was like in one park and was its own area. Yes, it would be absolutely massive. But because Universal didn't have much space between the two parks, they had to split it up. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about like as far as like the realism of the place oh you you mean like really how big like the castle looks and stuff yeah Yeah, see they they go they go big like that uh whereas disney what they'll do is they'll play they'll fuck with your perspective they'll put a very very tiny castle like very small like castle but they'll make you think that it's at a distance you know what i'm saying yeah so like thematically it fits but like looks wise, it's kind of like, is that it? Like, we came all the way here to hear the rah rah about New Fantasyland and like Beast's Castle, you know? And then the boom, it's just this fucking tiny thing you can't even like really get good pictures of because there's trees in the way. <laughs> yeah, uh... they've got a whole fucking bridge at Universal for fucking selfies. Come on. Yep, that's right. You, you... <laughs> the selfie bridge. You showed me selfie bridge because at first I was trying to take a picture of the castle and you was like, whoa, whoa, look, my man, I'm going to have to show you uh, th- th- this wonderful spot we like to call selfie bridge. <laughs> no, I'm telling to... you, like, I, I learned it when I worked for Destination Universal. That was one of the hidden things that we could suggest to guests that kind of show that we know it a little bit um, about the parks as well as the property. Yeah. Um, she was like, commit this spot to memory know that lots of people like taking selfies there so you can suggest to somebody who may be going to universal uh and as a harry potter fan you'd be like hey man here's some insider information did you know that you could uh take a selfie at this spot and get a perfect shot of the castle without any people nearby Damn i'm telling you man that's how you get those sales every time those, it, those, those little was, techniques that they teach you it was it was a great great spot but uh but it's also good. It's also good for like when friends come, because then you can show them the real hidden gems of the park. Yeah, and they kind of feel like VIP insider knowledge, even though it's not super insider knowledge. But yeah, so like, so so me and Teddy pretty much uh, uh, the night after Halloween, the day after Halloween Horror Nights, uh, not one. Me and me and Teddy spent pretty much the whole day at Universal. And uh, like we were literally there from nine in the morning until like later on in the afternoon till we had to like go back to the hotel uh, before we went back for for stay and screen for HHN night two. But uh, uh, me and Teddy went to uh, went and did uh, Hagrid's motorbike adventure, and and Teddy's been telling me about how great Hagrid's was, and and for those who don't know, like I'm I'm terrified of of heights and stuff, so I don't really do like real high roller coasters and like i'll i'll get on some but they really have to i really have to get a good look and see if it's something i think i can handle well i was watching videos of it and stuff and it looked pretty tame and then i got on it 
and immediately it was more intense than I thought it was, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> it's, I don't, I don't think it was that intense. Like it was I, for me. <laughs> even the first time, like I wrote it, and like I love roller coasters. I'm the opposite of Kyle. Uh, my favorite one for a long time was Montu, which is a Bush Gardens Tampa. Um, fantastic one, and then. Uh, I would ride roller coasters because like I like to I like to scare myself. I like that kind of rush from it. Um, I don't know a lot of I went on Hulk I think at Universal and like I blacked out so for like a long time. Uh, I, I smacked my head and I blacked out. Basically, gave myself a concussion on the fucking ride. Oh my god! Uh, so I was like, I don't know if I want to go on Universal roller coasters, <laughs> and. Uh, like some time had passed and I, I started to get vertigo a lot uh, due to uh, stuff from my military service. Um, so basically going on a lot of rides would make me sick. One of the rides, uh, as an example, the Forbidden Journey, which is actually in Hogwarts, uh, the castle itself at Universal. I did it. it was great. Um, it, 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 it shows you, it moves you around in like this like vehicle where you're sitting still but the the ride vehicle itself moves and it includes um areas where you either look up towards like the ceiling at like an incline or you look down to the floor at an incline yeah and because it would move around a lot pretty much triggered my vertigo a lot yeah the the ride is pretty much basically on a a built-in gyroscope yeah that's yeah. pretty much what it is. It's a it's a gyroscope vehicle. Yeah. And um, so I, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy Hagrid's because like, I don't know if there's going to be any like crazy banking turns that I would injure myself on like I did with the Hulk or if my vertigo is going to kick in. But we had a team member appreciation night um, for all cast member for all team members uh, of Universal Orlando. Um that basically they they kept the park open and specifically uh Diagon not Diagon Alley Hogsmeade um they basically kept that entire area open after the park closed and we got unlimited butter beer they had dinner for us which was, I believe was shepherd's pie which was pretty good um and you got to ride fucking Hagrid's like non-stop you could also do forbidden journey but a lot of people are kind of like eh about forbidden journey i myself am kind of like eh about it but they had haggards open up and i think i wrote it like three or four times and i fucking fell in love with it there is like it's intense in the sense that it speeds up it definitely yeah it speeds up super quick like immediately but it when you it start is, probably the best themed roller coaster i've ever ever seen like it legitimately makes you feel like you're on a motorcycle now i will say i will withhold judgments of tron until you know tron is finally released to disney because it's also going to be another uh bike type ride um but it legitimately made you feel like you were you know riding a motorcycle and <laughs> fucking Kyle. I so I tell Kyle there's gonna be a half loop that we go up and then we'll start going backwards. 
And then we're going to stop. And then not long after we stop, there's going to be just a 10 foot drop. Yeah. So I you're dropped for ex- maybe two yeah. seconds. Yeah. I was not expecting uh, when you went, when you said we'll go backwards, I didn't think we'll, we'll be going backwards in basically the same speed we were going to start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that so that part, intense. that part is, that, that part is a little intense. I will say that part. Because basically what sets it up is you go forward and the track's kind of broken. So it's like a, like a half wall and then you go backwards. Uh, it's very similar to uh, if, if anybody's ever ridden Expedition Everest um, at uh, Disney World. Um, it does similar where you go up and then it goes backwards. Um, whereas Expedition Everest, you go back and then you turn Hagrid's is literally up the ramp back straight back at the same speed. And then you stop. And then Hagrid tells you to do a spell and then the drop happens because Hagrid's not good at magic. Um, but it's just a two second drop and I'm like, it's coming. It's coming. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. It happened. I was not I thought Kyle damn near died after that. After the drop happened, I literally took uh turned to him and looked as we were like heading out into the light and I see him white knuckle clutching onto the ride vehicle <laughs> with his eyes tightly shut. That's how no. I deal with roller coasters. I pretty much just shut my eyes as much as I can. But but here's the thing though, like you miss so much cool stuff if you don't have your eyes open. Not to spoil it for anybody, but uh, it's been out for a while, so sorry about that. There's the blasted end scroots that are in the ride. That oh, I saw you those. know. Yeah. Then there's the unicorn as well. Um, you know, you uh, if you look around, you'll see parts of the Forbidden Forest. Um, that's technically where you're going through. Um, on the bike so like there's a lot of like forest like cool stuff some like uh like damaged architecture from like you know maybe like a, a old castle that broke down or something so to see a lot of that stuff you'll miss if you don't keep your eyes open but kyle i do want to know which was more terrifying that free fall that you experienced in that elevator or hackrits oh Probably the elevator, considering that, you know, I was in immediate danger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. With the look on your face on Hagrid's, you'd look like you were in immediate danger. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just... You know, uh, t- t- that's how I deal with roller coasters. <laughs> I mean, would you go on it again, though? I mean, probably. Cause like after a while, like that that fear will go away. Yeah, that's what I think. Once you know where everything's at and what's coming, then the fear goes away. Except for that drop. That drop will still freak you out. Yeah, that that drop you just really. But can't. it's just it's just two seconds. It's two seconds. By the by the time you it's register the that locked. you need to grip, it's 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 already done. You know. That's that's the beauty about it. Like it's it's such a min uh, minor drop, but it's such a good drop. So, Mr. Prescott, what else did yeah. you do? Uh, yeah, when we rode Hagrid's, uh, I did uh, escape from uh, Hogwarts, or the Hogwarts, the Hogwarts uh, journey. The forbidden, uh, it's, uh, it's technically, it's 
full nomenclature, I believe, is Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did that, and that's the ride. That's yeah, it's it is a... it is Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Sorry, my <clears throat> my my nomenclature is a bit rusty because it's been a minute since I've worked for Universal, but that is the proper nomenclature for that ride. Yeah, before some theme park purists come after my head with a um, actually, it's called <laughs> Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, not Forbidden Journey. Yeah, fucking pleb. Yeah, because you know uh, there's a, those those people exist in the world. Uh, they uh, but yeah, I, I rode that, and that's the one that's basically on a giant gyros a gyroscope. It was super fun, uh, a lot more intense than I thought. Yeah, like, even those rides that you think are just like are more like visual rides and aren't really high up and stuff. It gets pretty pretty scary as, as sometimes. But, uh, oh yeah, especially I, when I you're think... looking down at the fucking the when you're going through the forest with the spiders. Yeah, I, I had my part of what made my vertigo so bad through that section is the fact that I had to close my eyes because I couldn't look at the spiders. I have a massive arachnophobia. Yeah, so I was like, "Yep, nope, <laughs> gonna close my eyes." And then halfway through it, I was like, "This is a bad idea. Please tell me when the spiders are over." <laughs> But yeah, we did that, and then uh, uh, me and our our friend Yusuf from Sounds from the Grave Road escaped from Gringotts, and uh, it was super super fun. I'm glad you enjoyed. How'd you like the fucking goblins? Yeah, that was great. Now you'll understand that TikTok of that one person walked by and it's like, dun, 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 and he jumps up and slaps the top of its head. Yeah, it was big on Vine. Yeah, that's from there. <laughs> the person jumped up and he smacked one of the goblins because of the fucking latex sound. Yeah. Listen, while you were fucking riding that ride and living your best life, I was outside getting triggered like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah, I don't know how many dragon. times that fucking dragon breathing fire scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> and I was sitting there. I knew it was coming and I would look at it every time and it would still freak me out poor lady next to me every time it happened she come up to me and she's like are you okay dear you can move and i'm like i can't i'm waiting for somebody <laughs> but yeah we did that and uh you know, that's located in in diagon alley and yes, uh, sir. uh it, 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 during the day diagon alley looks looks absolutely amazing and stuff but the one that really like that i love was uh during night one of HHN, me and Teddy made the wonderful, amazing, oh super smart decision to go, me and Teddy, uh, uh, to get four butterbeers between the two of us. Here's, here's the kicker about that. The, the, this is the kicker about that. Kyle is walking. Cece and I recently have purchased a motorized vehicle for myself because... With Cece's health right now not necessarily being the best, she's not at full capacity or the ability to push me around the parks. And I myself am not at the best capacity to wheel myself for extended amount of time, especially at pills, even with gripped gloves that I do have. Um, so we got myself or we got myself uh, an ECV um, 
and Kyle and I are going to get it. So I cannot necessarily use any of my hands to hold butterbeer properly while driving without spilling it. So I have a little basket on the fucking the front of the ECV. And Kyle, when Kyle and I went through, originally I was going to hold one of them, and then Kyle was going to hold three of them. And he tried to, and it didn't work. I can not hold two of them, because I'm holding the ECV, and I'm very trying very hard not to spill my own. And I have tremors, so it's very hard for me to begin with. But we had uh, some stuff in the little basket in front of my ECV that had uh there was a cup in it so we basically stood that straight up and propped something up against it and then put the butter beer in that cup to try to stable it but even then i had to move at the slowest fucking crawl yeah <laughs> the slowest fucking crawl to get back because cc and where everybody else was was over by men in black um which normally during normal days that's fine you can easily get from diagon alley uh over to men in black area by going around near the where the fear factor stage is however during hhn since there is a queue for a line there as well as they're having their nightly shows um there as well they seal off that section so it's not a clusterfuck so you have to go across this bridge and this bridge was the bumpiest fucking bridge ever. On top of the fact that Diagon Alley is entirely laid brick. And not only is it laid brick, it's uneven laid brick. <laughs> Which begs me to think that Universal thinks that wizards are shit at masonry. <laughs> um, cool, cool for theming. Horrible for freaking anybody whose accessible needs. If Universal ever hears this, please take this as constructive feedback. Maybe level that out so it's not so bad uh, for people in ECVs or wheelchairs to make it through that area. Because uh, if I did not have the ECV, there's no way in hell I could have wheeled through that area. No, we, and we CC has pushed fuck. me through that area and it was a pain in the fucking ass. Yeah, so Universal... Uh, anytime a, a, a two people decide it's smart to try and order four butter beers and bring them back to uh, Men in Black, <laughs> you need to even the ground for us. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, listen. I'm just saying in general, all right? It was not smart of us to, to attempt it really that. Wasn't. It really wasn't. But, but we um, weren't thinking until we got there and we ordered it and then we walked out of the thing. I'm like, Teddy, I don't think this was a great idea. This is going to suck. Yeah, because first, like, I'm struggling to get out the fucking door. Because I've got the ECV and the, the shop is tiny as hell. And then you've got Kyle failing miserably to, to carry these three cups at the same time. Yeah, yeah, we had to fix We had to fix something. I was Hey, one. but we fucking made fucking an epic journey of our own all right i don't want to hear shit about ron weasley and fucking harry potter flying around in a fucking car not knowing how to drive exactly 
nothing was fucking more stressful than that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You tell Harry and Ron, find me and Teddy. They really want to uh, compare journeys. Yeah, and okay. we can we can square up on them. Yeah, well, God, I, I felt like that that fucking going just from fucking where the butter beer was because we had to get frozen butter beer, of course. CC doesn't want fucked. fucking regular butter beer. We got fucked, and they didn't give us fro. They didn't give one of us frozen butter beer. So, well, because Isaiah ordered a regular. Yeah, and CC, myself, and Kyle all ordered frozen ones. But unfortunately, mine was a regular. Because you drank Isaiah's. Yes. <laughs> um, but basically, it's like in a very tiny shop at, and it's like around a corner. So we had to go from there all the way back over to Men in Black. And like I said, that bridge that we went across past out of Diagon Alley, that thing was hell. Man, but I feel like that fucking just that short trip alone, because it's not a long distance from that point to that point. But I felt like that shit aged me. I felt like fucking Frodo at the end of fucking Lord of the Rings, you know, where he's just like, fuck it. I'm ready to die now. You know, Mm -hmm. I went through all that hell and that pain and suffering. Guess I can die now. (laughs) Not afraid of death anymore. But yeah. That was super fun, and uh, you know we did that. But like one of the my most memorable moment besides the epic journey, uh, successfully bringing all four butterfears back without spilling any. Was yeah, not a single drop spilled. By the way, was, uh, thanks to my fucking my NASCAR level fucking yeah. ability to handle this fucking ECV over rough terrain. But the. The fact was that that was the first time I ever laid eyes on Diagon Alley. So, like, me and Teddy, like, we go up this thing, and all of a sudden we're in this this corridor, and then we turn this corner, and I literally was like, holy shit, I'm in Diagon Alley. <laughs> and I was just Kyle got to see. Kyle got spoiled because his first ever fucking view of fucking Diagon Alley was at night. and diagon alley during the daytime don't get me wrong it's fantastic you know there's a lot going on and shit it's pretty lit because there's a lot of people there they have uh they have the uh, straight out of the movies the 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 choir or the singers that come out and they do a little performance uh there's plenty of places that you can perform spells at and they do little things which are kind of cool you can visit nocturne alley but it's dark in the daytime and dark at night um but the real time you go to see it is at night when it's all lit up and it is just gorgeous in there. Like it makes you feel like Christmas time, like even in the middle of fucking September, you know? Yep. It's you got insane. spoiled with that one. Yeah, it was beautiful, beautiful side. I was just like mesmerized by, by how great that was. But uh, yeah, we did that. And uh I wrote a few other rides on, on not two of HHN uh, right before Rowan when Stay and Scream was still starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rode Men in Black with uh, with our with, with our friend Yusuf from Sons of the Grave and our friend Cat and Will, and that was super fun. Uh, yeah, I was supposed to be there, and so was Cece, but. We're pretty sure that the room we were staying in yeah. uh, had dust mites or something 
because Cece got bit the fuck up and she's allergic, so she had a bad reaction. And on top of that, uh, going to the park earlier in the day with Kyle was very fatiguing for me, so I pretty much had to leave him early. And him and Yusef, uh, they hung out for a little bit, but I immediately had to race back to the hotel room, and I pretty much slept 90% of the night. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, Men in Black was super fun. Uh, but besides that, uh, you know what? Been, I, got, I got to do, I got to just see a bunch of stuff at, at Universal. Uh, Road Fast and the Furious supercharged for the memes. It was. I'm telling you, man, you count how many times you fucking says family, we, and, we, and we, after a while, yeah. you will just stop losing count. We You'll counted, forget what number you're at. We counted a total of 11 for, for, for the time that we were there. And I was like wow this is insane but uh you know it, it it was a you know pretty lackluster ride but it was also funny it was just hilarious it's just a ride that you ride for the for the memes yeah you ride that so fucking funny. ride to clown on fucking vin diesel yeah. you ride that ride to clown on fucking the fact that every five fucking minutes they literally say family not l- less than that because it's like a two fucking minute ride yeah uh so they say it like a million times in like two minutes and, like, the premise of it, too, in general, is just fucking whack. Yeah. So you're on, like, a party bus. And you're going to go celebrate with Dom, who fucking just finished a race or some shit. And then you get fucking dragged into their fucking hijinks. Yes. And, and the I... villain who's in it is supposed to be Jason Statham. It's, it's not. not. Fucking, it's right up there with being a, a, as big of a disappointment as fucking uh, fake Hermione. Which I got to witness with Teddy on the Hogwarts Express. Oh yeah, but you didn't get the good one though. True. But it was you. A, you still got fake Hermione. You no, could definitely tell she was Hermione, fake. And her voice was atrocious. But yes. Um. Uh, but yeah, uh, Supercharged was uh, just just a fun meme meme ride. Uh, but besides that, of course, the main thing we were there for was was Halloween Horror Nights, and I got to experience two nights of that with Express. So I got to pretty much do uh, every house multiple times. Uh, I did. I, I was able to accomplish every house and every scare zone except for one in in the first night. So I felt pretty good about that. So the second night, it was more about I wanted to do the houses, but I also wanted to kind of see the scare zone, hang out in, in those more. So I did that. Just how HHN was everything I'd hoped it would be, and more. Uh, loved everything about it. Uh, had dinner at uh, Krusty Burger on night two, which was super fun. Uh, I think on on night one, while we were before we were going to go to Hill House, some of us had a, a grilled cheese brisket. Yep from from the, from one of the tents, and that was super good. And on night, it was all right. I enjoyed it. Uh, and then on night two, uh, uh, I brought back. But since 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 Teddy couldn't be there, Teddy wanted to try this uh, fried uncrustable. I think. And I and I, I, I uh I was able to get that uh get that back and bring that back to them at the hotel. Yeah, that fucking that thing was great, dude. Was I it, I it was worth the wait. Oh. <laughs> so it was it was weird. Um so 
it's a fucking fried Uncrustable, the deep fried Uncrustable, with honey glaze on it. But they put red pepper flakes on it. Yeah. So it's a sweet and spicy dish. And I was not expecting the... Uh, I was not expecting the red peppers on that at first, but it was it was really good. Yeah, and uh, another good thing I got to try that uh, Teddy and Cece told me about was uh, to get the the giant uh, lard lad donut from the yeah from, from Simpsons, and uh, I tried that, and it was it was wonderful. It was it was really good. I, yeah, you fucking brought it back to the room. I you look like you tore into it I like did. a I feral brought, raccoon. I brought it back to the room. I ate half of it on day one, and I ate the other half on day two. Oh, about, oh no, and I ate, and I ate the other. I ate half of it while I was at Universal. Uh, when I came back from Universal, then I finished it the next day while we were back at at Chell's place, uh, and uh, me and you and Cece were sleeping. And me and Isaiah were, were watching *Malignant* on HBO Max. And yeah, so, uh, I finished that off there, and it was good. Uh, but, but but yeah, we like you know did Universal HHN. It was wonderful, and and then we also did just we just had uh, a couple of days to just hang out in Orlando uh, uh, around some areas and, and and had a good time. We uh, so, uh I, I mostly you know uh, it was great just hanging out uh, hanging out at the house and just. Uh, we had friends over um, multiple days. Uh, we did like all kinds of like game nights, and then of course, what everybody has probably been waiting for the. Uh, uh, so uh, I was able to successfully defeat Teddy at Mario Kart. No, you were not. No, you weren't. Don't even lie, Kyle, Mister Prescott. Tell him the truth. What actually happened? I wait. So Teddy, so Teddy, uh, by the skin of their teeth, uh, beat me. Barely. Skin of my teeth? Are you kidding me? No, no. Here's what happened, everybody, and this can be backed up by uh, our good friend uh, Isaiah, uh, as well as Cece, who was in the room when I freaking dusted Kyle in four races. I got first place every single time. Not by the skin of my teeth. I won every single race. Now, to, to be fair, though, it wasn't just me and you. It was other people. Listen, the the only person in competition was you. Sorry. I don't have a beef with Cece. See, I know Cece, if she really wanted to, could mop the floor with me. If it was Super Mario 6, or if it was uh, Mario Kart 64, and drifting wasn't really that great. But... Uh no, you got you got dusted, dude. <laughs> Don't even lie to our audience. You got you got you got to be a pure boy. You got to tell them the truth. But uh, just like I will admit that I fucking talked you to sleep about big plates. Yeah, on the first night I was there. Besides, so of course, so Teddy beat me in Mario Kart. But on the first night I got there, so like you know, I drove ten hours, ten plus hours straight. I left my house here in Alabama at 2 a.m. in the morning and see uh i i got off work that night at around six o'clock and I, I immediately came home and i got everything ready for bed and i even took i even took a melatonin to try and like immediately go to sleep and i guess i was just so excited i couldn't sleep so like i got maybe two three hours tops of sleeping 
I drove from 2 a.m. until fucking 4 in the afternoon <laughs> of, of just straight uh, all the way to Orlando. And uh, uh, we had a, a, a fun time in the house. And uh, later that night, I guess sleep was really hitting me. And Teddy pretty much told me about like multiple seasons of Beyblade. Pretty much explained the entire history of Beyblade and everything <laughs> there is to know about Beyblade to me. And I'm listening, but I'm also like falling asleep standing up. <laughs> I I literally told him several times. I'm like, you you know you can sit down, right? And then he wouldn't say nothing. But then apparently he was like, yeah, if I sat down, I would fall asleep immediately. Because the minute he sat down on the couch. And yeah. I was, like, going to show him the fact that Beyblade Burst is on uh, Netflix. Uh, the first three seasons of it are dubbed. Um, so they, they like, put it there. And I was like, hey, you know, here, I'll show you where it's at. And, you know, if you, if you want to watch it, you can. And then I look over and his eyes are closed. And I'm like, okay, he's got to be sleeping. So I turn off the TV and I'm like, oh, he's getting ready to, you know, he's probably asleep and all this shit. And then I look over and he's fucking staring at me. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck? But yeah, uh, uh, I was just super tired. I guess finally driving, you know, 12, driving 10 plus hours finally got to me. Uh, but uh, yeah, we did that. We just had a great time. Uh, another good, good, fun thing we did, we... Uh, on the second to last night, uh, oh, oh, we were all there. Um, me and our friend Cat and Will and uh, Isaiah, we all went to Old Town, which is just a little like a shopping like um, plaza uh, up the road from where Teddy and Cece, where Teddy and Cece live, and uh, we went to Postmortem, which is like a, a horror a horror shop. We also did their the the Mortal Manor like haunted attraction that they did, and it was pretty fun. We had some pretty uh pretty memorable moments in that. Uh, especially there was a part where there was a room where there was a scare actor ready to scare us in like this church uh, setting, but they also had a twenty like a no shit a twenty five foot like amazingly quality authentic looking statue of Cthulhu. And so we all just ignored the scare actor and started praising Cthulhu. <laughs> y'all are a mess. I would have I would have laughed, but I would have been like, I can't take y'all anywhere. Yeah, if I were there. But it was it was super fun. We did that, and then afterwards we went we wanted to go get some dinner. So then we went and picked up Teddy, and we all went to uh, Miller's L House in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And Teddy uh, suggested uh, that I try the zingers and I tried them and they were fucking wonderful. Excellent. Excuse choice. me. What you tried was the zinger mountain melt zinger mountain. melt. Yes. The zingers are just by themselves. They're just chicken tenders. Okay. Got you for well, anybody who may not know, but a zinger mountain melt essentially is chicken tenders that are tossed in whatever sauce that you know chicken tenders usually get tossed in honey mustard barbecue sauce uh hot sauce mild sauce buffalo um and then they put those on top of what's essentially loaded fries so potato or it's fries with uh bacon and chives and cheese and then you get ranch or blue cheese as your dressing. It's pretty fucking good. 
but that's not if you get it delivered. If it gets if it gets delivered, it's not as good. If you get it in person, it's pretty good. Yeah, it was super it, filling. It was great. Of course, we had some memorable moments there in the in the uh, uh, in the restaurant as uh, B wearing uh, solid uh, black pants uh, spilt my ranch dressing all over. All over his pants. It literally looked like he came (laughs) all over the place. So that was fun. But yeah, we just had a had a good time then. And then the final night, we we uh, hung out. uh, We had more friends over. Did more game nights. Played some like uh, some uh, was it uh, played Quiplash and and some other games like that. Pick your poison. Yes, was one of the games. Pick your poison. Yeah. Played to play Jackbox games, and then uh, for our final like final thing together, we besides the Jackbox games, we went to a place called uh, called Easy Bun and a all you can eat Korean barbecue and sushi, where you you pay thirty dollars, you pick what you want, they bring it out to you, and you cook it yourself, but it's all you can eat, so they can just keep bringing it back. They just keep bringing it to you, and it was super good. Apparently, Kyle didn't know that you have to cook your own meat at a Korean barbecue. I did not. Which, to be fair, you know, it's not not like you're uncultured or anything for not knowing that. Because unless you go to Korean barbecues, you don't know that. But it's all you can eat. And he was like, they better be cooking for me for this price. Because yeah. it's kind of expensive, but yeah. most of the cost comes from the fact that you get unlimited sushi as well. That's true. So it's unlimited sushi, <laughs> unlimited meats. They have a bunch of um. They have a bunch of uh, like appetizers, like pot stickers, uh, egg rolls, spring rolls. Excuse me, spring rolls, not egg rolls. Um. But yeah, uh, it's normally a good place. I would have been with you there, which I'm still sad I missed out. But I was like having a lot of digestive problems. So I was like, yeah, I don't think I can go. But yeah, that's what we did on the last night. It was just a super fun week. Uh, finally getting to meet some of my closest friends. Getting and... to meet V. And fighting about the room or the shed in person. Very true. Me and V from Sounds from the Grave or HHN Cultists, as a lot of you know her, as uh, we have an ongoing uh, uh, inside joke of about uh, a vampire movie from 2019 that was on Shudder called The Shed. And uh, yeah, we like to joke around about that. So we had to do a lot of that. That was super fun. Oh, yeah. Go check out. Go check out. there is it their most recent episode that you were on in which y'all fucking clowned on Eve uh, V for that? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm on Sounds from the Graves uh, Beetlejuice episode that they did uh, here recently. I'm on that, and me and uh, V's co-host uh, Yusuf uh, play a, a pretty fun prank on V regarding the shed. So uh, ch- ch- uh, make sure to check that out. Yeah, do please any but, support for this man and the content that they do, as well as V and Yusuf, because I, in my opinion, and my opinion only, believe that they don't get enough credit 
in the HHN community for good quality content. Same here. Literally one of my favorite podcasts. Like, no shit. I listen to it every single week that it drops. But, uh, but yeah, this is a super fun week. Uh, one that I, uh, I'm, uh, I looked forward to for a year and it didn't disappoint. And I'm super glad I did it. And I just can't wait to move to Orlando so I can do that with my friends more often. Yeah. Once you, uh, fucking cat says when you, uh, you come down or whatever, she's like, fuck it. We're doing, uh, we're doing once a week dinner night. Hell yeah. That's right. It's like, that is, that is fucking, that, that's great. I, I, I like that. <laughs> that's right. And, uh, I don't know if CC told you about it, but, uh, uh, I texted CC about it since me and you both want to eat there. Uh, 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 I, I guess as a, uh, as a celebration for when I move down, uh, uh, are gonna go eat eat at medieval times? Honestly, <laughs> I would rather us go back to Izzyblon. To be fair. Oh God! <laughs> like I, 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 I do kind of want to go to medieval times, but like I'm mad that I, I messed mean, I out on there. fucking yeah Izzybon. I want to go there just uh, because of the uh, the cable guy. That's the first time I've ever heard of Medieval Times was on that movie. Yeah, but they did the California version, which is kind of like whack. Ah, uh, compared to uh, Orlando. Yeah, their their shows are very similar, but like I guess maybe it's the 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 actors themselves, like how involved they get. I guess. Yeah. Because it seemed like everybody who was. And that probably wasn't actually from medieval times, you know, in that movie at least. But Orlando has like a massive like I don't want to call them LARPers because they're 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 more into it than that. I would say they're more like reenactments, I guess, of like you know Vikings or uh, you know uh, or European like medieval times you know uh so they 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 they, a lot of them also work for medieval times and they use both of those together to really like hone their craft because there is actually a um a a whole kingdom in florida um and i know about that because i have a friend his name's dave uh who's super into it and there there's like a whole society behind it um it's very interesting to learn about. Uh, so a lot of those people work at medieval times. So they, it, it, it's really good there. Yeah. Um, but it does not beat all you can eat beef sirloin. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I, I, I literally fat kid noises at the, at any time I think about Izzy Bon. Nice. And then when I leave, I'm like, oh, I'm sweating meat. And then I'm like, an hour later, I'm like, fuck, I want Izzy Bond again. <laughs> That's how they get you. There's something in there that you're like, please, no more. And then you're like, please, more. But yeah, uh, I can't wait. It's, it's just, it's, we're going to have a lot of great times. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, but yeah, uh, you know, I just wanted to tell everybody about, you know, how the trip was and everything because of. Uh, just as it's a lot of fun and I thought it'd be fun to talk about everything that happened but uh, 
besides that, uh, we have uh, a few. Uh, well, we also have, also have a story or two to share. Uh, so this week we're doing. We're back to reading creepy pastas, and uh, I don't know how many we'll, we'll get to, but uh, I'm gonna start off with with mine. So uh, with that being said, uh, everybody grab grab a blanket, uh, gather around the campfire, and we'll tell grab you grab your joints too, sir. Grab you a joint if you if you partake. And we'll tell you. No, there is no. If you partake, you grab a joint. God damn it! <laughs> we'll Even if you. you don't light it, you can at least pass it in rotation to the person next to you, oh my God. aka me. <laughs> Just be my weed holder, Kyle. You don't have to smoke it. I'll smoke it for you. Oh my God! Oh, uh, please continue. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah. uh we're going to tell you the tale of AM1060 or 1060. I don't know if it's AM1060 or AM1060. I think it's AM1060, like a radio station. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah, Okay, we'll tell you the tale of AM1060. And I believe, I don't see an Arthur on here, but there is a name at the, at the top, but it doesn't say written by like they normally do. So I apologize beforehand if if this isn't who wrote it, and we'll correct it once we figure it out. But uh, uh, I believe it's written by Stephen Allen. This is coming from creepypasta.com. And yeah, I think I think that's the author. I'm not sure why they didn't they didn't put it at the beginning like they normally do. But yeah, get like, your shit together, guys. <laughs> this is September 16th. This is recent creepypasta.com. But yeah, can't uh, change the format on us. Yeah, but this is uh, AM 1060. It was a normal boring night driving home from the night shift at the factory. Bleary-eyed and half asleep, I drove home, unable to wait for that moment when I would get home, crawl into bed next to my wife, and for that moment when my head uh, when my head hit the pillow and I would drift off to sleep. It had been a rather uneventful night at work, where I again just kind of went through the motions. Sounds, sounds like me every night. To pass the time on my 45-minute drive home, I would usually turn on the radio and listen to some music. This night was no different, except for the fact that I had trouble finding a good station. Oh, I remember those days of, of, of going through and uh, trying to find the right radio station. I had, I had my presets and stuff, but of course... Uh, you go outside the, the broadcast range, and then you got to find new ones? Yeah. yeah. There were plenty of channels to listen to that usually played a vast array of music that I enjoyed, but they were seemingly all at commercial, selling life insurance, roofing services, and medication I didn't need. I was starting to lose hope, figuring that this may end up being a pretty silent ride home. Then, I came upon a rather spectacular AM radio station. AM 1060. Hold on, I'm going to stop you there real quick. You mean to fucking tell me that everything else that happens in this story, everything that happens else in this story, could have been prevented if this person decided to sit through fucking a goddamn fucking commercial 
this this person is cc right here this is what cc does on a day-to-day basis when she's driving her car and we don't have a uh a hookup for our iphones in it so she literally every time it's commercial she flips through it she's always scanning between everything just to find something to put on that's (laughs) not at a commercial (laughs) i just thought it was funny as hell that this person could have like avoided their entire situation if it weren't for the fact that they hated fucking goddamn commercials. Right. Do you ever hate commercials so much that you just Find incidentally put yourself in a in a life or death situation? I do. Uh, good Try shit. AM 10. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. AM 1060. But yeah. Um, okay. So I came upon the radio station AM 1060. Strange, I thought, that in all my years of driving home late at night pursuing the radio for some tunes, I'd never come across this particular radio station or even heard of it, for that matter. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Also, my brain completely skipped over this. This dude is looking for music on AM radio. AM radio, not FM. Where actual music would be. He was on AM God, what was he looking for? Radio Disney? (laughs) (laughs) Radio Disney, uh, it's still a thing, technically, but it used to be AM 1380. We're all ears was their, like, slogan, because I used to listen to it religiously growing up. But everything else on AM is just pure political commentating or sports commentary or the news there's no music on am at least in the state of florida so the fact that they're listening to am and they're trying to find music is just weird to me continue sorry are you good yeah you have a good point um but uh I never come across the particular radio station or even heard of it for that matter. It didn't start off being all that unusual. In fact, it started off with some pretty solid classic rock, Led Zeppelin to be exact. The station was kind of grainy, but not unbearably so. After uh, Kashmir finished, that DJ, who didn't identify himself, uh, I brought on a, a, he brought on a guest to talk about several current events. Now, talk radio isn't really my first choice for radio programming, but whatever. I thought there really is. You're isn't. on AM FM. You're you're on AM radio, sir. That's all you're gonna get. Yeah, but whatever. I thought there really isn't much of anything else on. And after they're done talking, it'll be back to the rock, right? Well, this night would prove to be the first of many nights in which I had a strange encounter with AM 1060. After about 15 minutes of mostly unengaging talk about politics the broadcast was interrupted by a set of three short beeps followed by a couple of seconds of static then seemingly out of nowhere a a monotone voice began to read off names and date and dates john telfer born november 14th 1953 date missing january 9th 1992 that was weird i thought what is the purpose of this Joanne Wilkerson, born March 11th, 1937. Date missing, August 2nd, 2001. Who are these people? Jerome Castor, 
born December 3rd, 1984. Date missing, September 6th, 1999. Later to be rediscovered as Max Caster, making problematic raps on AEW. <laughs> oh my god. After the third... After the third incongruous uh, missing persons report, there was again a low rumble of static followed by those three beeps, then it went back to normal. After that, I just turned the radio off and drove the rest of the way home in silence. I just couldn't shake what had happened. It had to be some type of mistake, right? Some type of radio interference or maybe just some elaborate prank? I don't know. If, I, if it was a prank, though, who who would they be attempting to prank at 537 in the morning? I mean, that makes actual sense, though. Think about it. Some dipshit who learns how to, to, to hijack a radio frequency in a podunk funk it fucking area. Yeah, that's true. Hijacks it, plays some fucking spooky ass shit. I'm just saying. I, I wouldn't put it past them. I'd do it. That one, that one smart ass kid, the one who was like fucking really into computers would do some shit like this. Kyle, let's move to some, like, fucking place with, like, cornfields so we can get, like, full fucking spooky on a farm fucking experience. You want to go uh, full children, children of the corn? Let's go fucking move to Arkansas or some shit, you know? But, uh... Be in some small fucking farmer town, you know? We'll fucking have the podcast there and everybody will listen to it. It'll be great. We'll talk about... Fucking their weird ass like local cryptids that they have. It'd be great. Please, no, it sounds like the the small uh, small uh, in better words, you know, rural ter- uh, towns I, I grew up in, where it was basically a post office, a school, and a gas station, and that was it. We can move to like Smallville, you know. Yeah. That's where Superman came from. It's I'm sure true. they have lots of cryptids about fucking his ass. Spider-Man or Superman's a cryptid. He technically, is. Technically. He's an alien. He's a cryptid. The uh, did we suddenly <clears throat> become a Clark Kent fucking stand account? No, I, I hate Superman. <laughs> I'm a Batman fan. I have to hate Superman. I mean, you could hate both of them because they're both awful. <laughs> But the next day at work, the previous night's events were still very fresh in my mind. I decided to ask my coworkers if they had ever heard of AM 1060. They said that they hadn't, and that they mostly kept FM stations. Same. Then they chimed, uh, they chided me for being an old-timer, whilst reassuring me that they all lived in the present. Whatever I thought. It was probably nothing anyway. Damn. Even in, even in the story, they're clapping on the freaking narrator for being on fucking AM for fucking I mean, I mean, first of all, first of all, you're, you're listening to the radio station in, in general. And then second of all, AM? Come on, For now. real? Save yourself the embarrassment. Like, at least do FM. Bro, buy yourself one of those. If if you freaking can't get like an iPod hookup, what you can do is you can get one of those like cassettes yeah, that yeah, you just yeah. slide in there and you plug it into your phone, yeah, and then it plays music that way. Don't go to AM for music. Jesus, Jesus Christ! I would pay for fucking XM or fucking something over that shit. Mm-hmm. God. Five o'clock rolled around quickly that night. I clocked out, hopped in my truck, and began to. Begin to drive home. 
This guy has a 45-minute drive home. This guy drives an hour-and-a-half commute every day to work. I mean, Cece used to have to do that when we lived in Poinciana when oh. she worked for Universal. Oh, wow. Yep. Uh, I clocked out, uh, but I listened. I clocked out and began to drive home. I listened to my regular rotation of rock radio stations that night, rocked out to some good songs, even heard some uh, Mott the Hopple. Haven't heard them in a while. Mott the Hopple? What the fuck? I... Or or, I don't okay know. okay so like maybe he didn't want to reference another band but maybe. i gotta look first i gotta see if this is a real fucking band because if this is a real band i'm gonna fucking cry i'm just waiting for the day that i'm reading the he already said led zeppelin yeah. so i mean i don't think they would necessarily excuse me they not he yeah don't want to assume people's genders I'm already waiting. Oh shit, they're a real fucking band. They are. <laughs> they're an English rock band. Wow. What the fuck? Oh, oh god. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Continue. I can't yeah. fuck it with this. But it, it is. Uh, I'm glad he said in regular rotation of rock rotation because earlier he said classic rock. He said Led Zeppelin. I'm I'm just I'm really dreading the day that I read a creepy pasta where someone's listening to classic rock and they name like a current band that I listen to. Dude, I, classic rock, like, classic rock is bitch. starting to incorporate fucking shit from the nineties. I know, I'm like son of a like bitch. fucking. Uh, there was a classic rock station that fucking played Alanis Morissette. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, like goddamn, so she's like, not that fucking old. So and you're listening to AM ten sixty home of home of the classic uh classic rock and and next up uh I got slipknot and I'm I was just like son of a bitch. <laughs> a throwback from the era of two thousand six. This is Stone Sour. Yeah. Like, oh no, please don't. <laughs> it's the golden new metal. And I'm like, no, please shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking the uh, golden or the golden fucking new metal and it's just yeah. like a same rotation of like several corn songs cool, yeah 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 welcome to am 1060 home of golden new metal and next up we got corn corn <laughs> system of a down freaking i mean to be fair that would be a pretty pretty lit classic station but still i would be devastated to hear the word oh man we're getting old it's happening man there are there are people who legitimately forget that you know there's a queer power ranger before the one in the most recent season that's very true because you know homophobes suck ass but anyway um yeah our our narrator he our, our narrator they found they were listening to mott the hobble they haven't heard them in a while, and so now we're getting back. However, my curiosity got the better of me, and I went searching for AM 1060. So I flipped over to the AM stations, and I tried to find it, but for some reason I couldn't. I went through several times, but to no avail. I found AM 1040, which was pretty much just static, and AM 2000, which turned out to be a country music station, but no AM 1060. I scanned all the radio stations four times over, but still nothing. Oh well, I thought. I switched back to the FM stations, and I rocked out the rest of the way home, not thinking too much else about it. Just a fluke, I figured. 
Later on that day, I asked my wife if she had come across the mysterious radio station. She just gave me a confused look, and understandably so, since in our 20-plus years of marriage, I had never just asked her about an AM radio station out of the blue like that. She inquired as to why I asked. I played it off with some coy response about how it played some of the music that she liked. She shrugged it off and thanked me for the suggestion. It was about a week before I had my second counter with AM 1060. Just oh like, shit, is his wife going to end up on here? Ooh. Just like last time, I was driving home from work in the wee hours of the morning and searching for a radio station to listen to. Couldn't seem to find much of anything I wanted to listen to, so while shifting through radio stations, I stumbled upon it again. In the middle of it, in the middle of its spill, I heard the same nearby robotic voice rattling off names and dates. Armando Gonzalez, born July 18th, 1982. Date missing, April 23rd, 2013. Why are these being broadcast? Is it in an effort to find these people? If so, don't we need a little more information than that? Van Davis, born February 4th, 1911. Date missing, October 13th, 1945. 1945? What are the odds that that that, that person even still alive? Is this person honestly still being searched for? Sophia Anduja, born January 1st, 1995. Date missing, January 1st, 2013. Hmm, interesting. Maria... Deverick's Kane, born June 29th, 1963, date missing, November 28th, 2007. Right after the last date was mentioned, the radio station crackled back into its regular broadcast. It sounded like the same DJ as last time, talking to a guest, uh, this time about recent economic issues. I have to say, when it's not rattling off names, birth dates, and the dates people went missing, it's actually a pretty boring station. <laughs> Well, I mean, you're you're expecting for, first of all that that person's not a DJ. That person is like a political commentator cuz first they were talking about fucking politics. Now they're talking about economics issues, which is literally politics. Yeah. You you, you stumbled onto like a politics like broadcast and you didn't even realize it. Yeah, but uh I can really or what what if I got I got a theory, another theory if maybe his wife doesn't end up on there what if those are like trigger words for like a sleeper cell ooh could be it but uh I relate to this per- uh, person a lot and back when I uh, uh back when I first started uh working at my job uh I used to work uh I, I I used to be an unloader, so I would unload trucks. So my shift would be from four p.m. till one a.m., and most of the time, uh, we would uh, uh most time we wouldn't get done on time, so we'd have to stay till like uh, one thirty, two, sometimes three in the morning. And uh, so the, and I had about like a twenty five thirty minute commute home, so. It would be like me driving driving my car at three a.m. on the interstate, with, uh, uh, either trying to listen to the trying to see if, uh, if if I can pick up a radio station, or I would pop in my my many numerous uh, mix CDs that was pretty much the same songs over and over again on every single CD. <laughs> It was, I mean, it was always like some like cringy name, like hardcore mix or metal mix XD or, or some shit like this. And it was always like the same over and over songs that is that like I always I would forget uh, 
I'd forget I had them on another CD, so I'd put them on that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I've done that. Most of mine were like fucking anime mixes, though, because no. growing up I was a fucking weeb. What do you mean growing up, Teddy? You're still a weeb. <laughs> hey, listen here, sir. I am not Don't a weeb. Worry. I am ref- I am reformed. The only anime I will have you know that I am watching right now is Beyblade. All right. And that's because I fucking play with Beyblades. Hey, listen here, okay? When I move in, I'm going to be a fucking weeb with you, okay? We're going to lay on that couch and watch anime. Oh, we're going to snuggle on the couch together? I'm going to lay on the couch. You're going to sit in your chair. (laughs) Or you can lay on the other couch. And we're just going to watch anime. and Damn it. I was excited (laughs) for the cuddling now. God damn it. And Cece's going to come down. She's going to be like, really? Are y'all really watching anime still at this hour? Like, yeah, we are. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, you're not you're not wrong. <laughs> or we're gonna be watching a shit ton of wrestling. Yeah, which I mean, CC won't mind that. <clears throat> but unless it's something she has to do for Scream Queens, then you know <clears throat> she's gonna fucking beat the shit out of us if we don't let her. Yeah. All right. So back to the story. So. So the you know, radio station was pretty boring, according to the narrator, when it wasn't saying the creepy uh, name dates and uh, dates they went missing. And here we go. When I woke up from my after-work nap around 10 a.m., I decided to try out my amateur sleuthing skills. I went and got my wife's laptop, opened it up, and began Googling the names that I heard on the radio. First, I looked up AM 1060. To my surprise, they had a website clicked on the link and after a bit longer than usual a 404 error message displayed figures i tried refreshing the page several times not sure what good i uh, I thought that was going to do i mean you would be able to find maybe a cached version of it so not the stupidest thing to do yeah or their server could have gone down temporarily and come back up yeah true i quickly gave up on that on that venture and went on to google the names the first name that I typed in the search engine, search engine was Maria Havrick's Kane. And sure enough, there she was. She was in fact born in June of 1963 and last seen in November of 2007 in Helena, Montana. Helena, Montana? That's nowhere near here. What are the odds that someone who went missing in Montana is all the way down here? Do they honestly think someone down this way has details about her whereabouts? I have so many questions. Next. He's like Beck, he's like Beck Beckett in fucking the David Pumpkin skit. He's like, yeah. I have so many questions about <clears throat> David S. Pumpkins. Yeah. Next, I looked up John Telfer. Again, the information I heard had about him was in fact accurate, but he too was from an area that I would assume was well outside the range of AM ten sixty. Seriously, what is this? After looking over their stories as well as several others, I compiled some information on them and realized that all of these missing person cases were from places that weren't particularly close by, with the exception of one guy who disappeared from a few towns over. I also noticed a certain and very interesting synchronicity in these areas, in these cases. All of them disappeared while driving, even Jerome Castor, who wasn't even old enough to have a driver's license. At the time of his disappearance, and their last known whereabouts were usually places they frequented, places such as their home or work. So they were just going about their normal daily lives, then vanished without a trace. Were they all going somewhere, or worse yet, were they all running from something? <clears throat> my wife then entered the kitchen where I was uh, sat doing my, doing my research. 
She asked me what I was doing, seeing that I had several tabs open and was looking up old articles. I came up with some excuse about being interested in true crime and having heard about some missing persons cases that were exceptionally enthralling. She then pointed to one of my tabs and asked why I was open. Stupid me. Forgot to close out of the website for AM 1060. I told her that I had been listening to it on the way home and heard about some contests they were having in which the winner would get two free tickets to see Lady Gaga and then I was trying to win them for us. She thanked me, gave me a kiss on the cheek, then headed out the door to go to work. Bro, how fucking gullible is she? Like, Lady Gaga, get, giving away Lady Gaga tickets on AM fucking radio. <laughs> it would be nearly a month and a half before I came across AM 1060 again. To be honest, I had nearly forgotten about it altogether. This time, however, was different from the previous two occasions in that I wasn't on my way home from work this time. Rather, I had just left my house on my way to a camping trip with a couple of my old high school buddies. Sheila Gaston, I heard the voice over the radio say, born September 12th, 1970, date missing, February 29th, 2004. George Wellingsworth, born unknown, 1604, date missing, unknown, 1655. What? They kept records of that kind of thing back then? Also, there is no chance that that guy is still alive. Jeffrey Morris Jr., born August 21st, 1993, date missing, May 27th. 2031. Hold on. 2031? That hasn't happened yet. Did the person just misspeak? Was it a typo? Or does this station predict the future now, too? At this point, I would believe just about anything. Once at our camp stop, my friends and I had a relatively normal weekend. We finished drink and sat around talking about your standard fare of guy stuff, you know, women, sports, that kind of thing, but I just couldn't stop thinking about this whole thing about uh, with that radio station. So finally, after several beers, I asked if any of my friends had heard of AM 1060. Greg said that he thought he may have heard seen a billboard for it off the highway once, but other than the ma- that minor contribution, nothing else was said about it that night, and I let it be. The following morning, however, was a different story. While on a hike through the woods, my friend Terry took me aside and asked me what I knew about AM 1060. I told him that it was a classic rock station that I liked that occasionally had some interesting talk segments. He looked at me with a raised eyebrow and an overall suspicious look on his face. I could tell he didn't believe me fully. When he spoke again, he told me that he thought he was familiar with the radio station, but not because it played good music, but more so because a former co-worker of his used to be really obsessed with the station, which he found odd because he could never find it on the radio in his car. I thought, no big deal. I I can't always find it myself. I asked him what happened to his co-worker. He said he didn't know, and that the guy just kind of stopped showing up for work. That cer- certainly made me think. I sure hoped I wouldn't end up like like that. Terry then voiced uh, his concern that he believed something nefarious was at play. I told him not to... He, he, he thought that something nefarious was at play. I told him not to worry and that everything would be okay. I wasn't that into the station. I just liked their assortment of classic rock songs was all. Terry then brought something else to my attention, which was that while he thought it was anything but abnormal to like a radio station that played the type of music he liked, his former co-worker claimed to really like its selection of old school hip-hop, not rock. I just figured that maybe the station used to play hip-hop and left well enough alone. 
I mean, a radio station changing up its programming from one type of uh, music to another over the course of time is anything but unheard of. He then went on to explain that from the time he first mentioned the station, his co-workers started to become more and more disorderly and uncouth. I assured him that I was in no way acting out of character and that there was nothing to worry about. This seemed to de-escalate the conversation to a good stopping point, and that was at this. At last we talked about it, that trip. The rest of the trip went off without a hitch, but I could tell something was deeply bothering Terry. Very interesting that the co-worker liked, that the co-worker liked hip-hop, and the station played hip-hop, and this guy likes classic rock, and the station's playing classic rock. See, me, I would get fucking caught because of fucking, it would be like fucking K-pop. They'd put on like BTS or some shit, and I'd be like, oh shit, they're playing Butter? <laughs> You'll be driving, and you'd be finding some random AM station, they're playing BTS, and you're like, yep. This is some creepy pasta shit right here because this is not normal. <laughs> listen, listen, man. If I if I'm driving through some like, you know, podunk like fucking wooded area and fucking they're playing BTS on it, I am not questioning it because you know I probably wouldn't have phone signal there myself to run my own, you know, and play my own BTS. So <laughs> I would just be just grateful like... to hear butter at least you know once, you know. You're just like. Yeah, doesn't make sense, but this is okay. He's like, I'm not even complaining. It's like, is it weird? Yes. Should I is be it concerned? Like, uh, should yeah. I, exactly, should I be concerned? Absolutely not. <laughs> See, listen, when you start to get worried about it, that's when fucking, that's when you get fucking sucked into it. I'm yeah. just saying. I could be like hearing some people's names and be like, oh, Okay, I guess they're not playing BTS anymore in James Radio Station. They couldn't ke- catch me with that. You wouldn't fucking find fucking, you know, Teddy Long's fucking name up on that fucking thing. Yeah. Okay, so when I get home from my camping trip three days later, uh, let me rephrase that. When I got home from my camping trip three days later, I went straight to researching the names I had recently heard. I found out that all of them went missing in the exact same manner as the previous people, except for George Wellingsworth, who went missing well before cars were invented. However, the research I did on him turned out to be one of the most fruitful yet. It was tough, as you could imagine, to dig up information on someone who lived so long ago, but what I learned about him really stuck with me. Was he riding a horse? (laughs) Firstly, he was an Englishman. Secondly, that he was due to something of a social uh, pariah. Pariah. Apparently, he was seen at the town nuisance. Allegedly, allegedly, he heard noises in his head that he described as being a fuzzy ruckus. Oh, so his horse was picking up AM ten sixty. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 His 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 feelings were. Yeah. He was hearing those noises in his head. Fuzzy ruckus. One night. <laughs> After having yet another one of his episodes, he gathered up some of his belongings, put them into a stagecoach, and set off into the night, never to be seen or yeah, heard so, from again. Yeah, so technically I was right. He he yeah. he was riding in fucking horses. Yep. Damn, dude. Catch you creeping. How weird is that? That even though he lived well before the invention of the automobile, or the radio for that matter, his story was, strange, was strangely congruent 
to all the other people mentioned on AM 1060, just was his was the 17th century version. Just, the, just then, my wife came downstairs in a hurry as she was late for work. She saw me sitting on the couch using her laptop again. She half-jokingly asked me if I was trying to win her more tickets. I sheepishly said that I was, that I was having forgotten that that was the lie I was going with to explain my sudden and strange change of habits. What happened next, however, left me very confused. Right before she left, she told me that she had listened to AM 1060 on her way home from work the previous day. Fearing the worst, I readied a, a cockamy explanation as to why all she heard was either static, talk radio, rock music, or worse yet, missing persons reports. Before she said that, that I was right and that it did have a pretty good selection of pop and R&B music. That confused me further. I'd never heard any pop or R&B on that station. I get that the station is by nature rather animalistic, but this threw me for a loop. Is the station different things to different people? Ooh, my theory was correct. Oh, it's the Pennywise thing. It's playing music according to people's taste. <clears throat> the following night, I was driving home from work when I turned on the radio. I flipped over to AM 1060, only to hear complete and utter silence. This is new, I thought. As I was about to change the radio station, I got a call. I answered the phone, and it was Terry. No idea why he was calling me this early, but whatever. We chatted for a couple of minutes, talking about this and that. When almost as if he had a telekinetic powers, he asked if I was currently listening to AM 1060. I lied and said that I wasn't, although there was nothing currently playing on that channel, so I guess it wasn't a total lie. He said he was just making sure and laid his theory on me that the radio station was pure evil or something to that effect. I laughed, because while I found the station intriguing at best and somewhat perturbing at, uh, at worst, I doubted it was run by the devil. The topic quickly changed to that of work. Apparently, another person from Terry's work quit that week. Right after telling me that, a sudden urge came over me. I asked him what the name of his coworker who had became enraptured by AM1060 was. He said that his coworker went by the name Manny, but that his real name was Armando, Armando Gonzalez. I quickly found an excuse to end the call with Terry, spinning some story about pulling into a drive through to grab a bite to eat before I got home. I assured him I would call him later, and we hung up, and almost like clockwork, the second I hung up, music began to fade in over the radio. Ooh. This time start off it's, it's this time start off in its in its enough beginning with a song that that song being my favorite waste of time by Owen Paul. I chuckled to myself. How appropriate, I thought, since this radio station truly had become something of my favorite waste of time these past couple of months. As the song petered out, static faded in, and then came the three beeps. Beep, beep, beep. Here we go again, I said aloud. Then came nothing I definitely, then came something I definitely wasn't not expecting. Something that made my blood run ice cold. James Ager, born April 10th, 1961. Date missing, August 17th, 2016. That's my name and birth date. And today is August 17th, 2016. Ah, he went missing. Pretty, 
pretty interesting. Pretty fucking spooky. Spooky, very spooky. Maybe you shouldn't have been listening to that fucking radio station. Jesus Christ. That's true. I I, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I, I liked it. I mean, if I have like one thing against it, right? And this is like a minor thing. It's that they didn't include BTS. It's a lot. How do I put it? It's like a lot of build up for a very short, like, exposition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it feels like, not to be vulgar, uh, like a very disappointing ejaculate, you know? <laughs> Where you're just kind of like, oh, this happened, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, I like it, like, conceptually, but, like, the very end of it, like, it, it happened very suddenly, and then that was it, you know? Yeah. yeah I figured I there would be a little bit more at the end there, but constructive criticism, right? That's true, yeah. Uh... I liked it because I found it it could be something that one could easily make a short film on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I, I still feel like it would need a, just a tiny bit more like exposition in terms of like maybe that's not descriptive enough in the story. Yeah. Like I would like to know like in the end what it actually is. You know? That's true. Like, if they do, if he does end up going missing, you know, have, like, a little narration of what, like, happened after with, like, a little explanation about, like, the radio station or why they were all going missing, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You tell him, Gunner. Gunner also agreed. Oh, um... Now that we are finished with the story, I forgot to bring this up. But uh we officially have a new mascot. Like Gunner Gunner's a mascot, obviously, because he's he's always on there going rah. You know? But we also have little <laughs> my cat Lil Lil Miss. Her full name is Lil Miss Bliss. Um, named after Alexa Bliss. But uh she's officially cryptid cat for us now so she's like a new mascot for our channel oh yeah yeah she she, she definitely is a cryptid uh i even have the blurry picture to prove it yeah and i can confirm i was over there uh out of five days i spent in orlando i stayed at teddy's house for for three days i saw little miss one time yep and it was also the night that i was the first night when I was like half asleep. So for all I know, I could have just been hallucinating. <laughs> but yeah, she is, she is fucking, she really, even if you live with her and you see her often, she's still a fucking cryptid dude. She does the weirdest shit. Like Cece fucking found, um, Cece moved a vacuum cleaner one day and found out that she was hiding a bunch of, like, stuff underneath it. 
We don't even know how she got it underneath it. She's probably playing with it and knocked it under. But yeah. Yeah, she she's quite the little cryptid. It's uh it's pretty it's pretty great getting a sighting of, of little miss while you're in Teddy's house. Sorry, I got distracted. Uh how many uh haunted penne are we uh we're given this one? Ooh. Uh, I'll give it I'll give it a solid three bowls out of five. Thought it was a pretty fun story, pretty spooky, uh, you know, easy to follow premise, but you know, like I said, the there was a lot of build up and little to no really like I didn't really the, the ending wasn't Really, I guess, worth the anticipation of the buildup. Yeah, it's like it's like a roller coaster that has like one drop, and then the rest of the track is just straight. You know. Yeah. It's a very like underwhelming, you know, size drop. Uh, I I also I'm gonna give it three. I had high hopes, but you know, just like AM radio. It's never a good idea. All, all jokes aside, honestly, I, I liked it except for the that that the ending there. Um I'm very very big on like uh or I'm pretty open about like my not liking when shit hits the fan and it, it immediately cuts to the end there. Uh even in movies I absolutely hate that. I'm not a fan of that. So for uh, a story to do that to me is essentially blue balling us. And Mm -hmm. uh, the fans deserve better. Yeah. I agree. But uh, yeah. uh, So that was our. That was our story for the week. Hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, Teddy, you want to close this out? Uh, sure. Uh, if you guys want to find us on social media, you can follow us at FBTC Podcast. That is our official handle on Twitter. Um, you can find me at CuzCats. 1989 and for you Mr. Prescott you can find me at Kyle S. Prescott and you can also follow him on his other podcast since he forgets oh, about them yes, yes, that's true <laughs> the Trigger Treaters podcast at Trigger Tree Pod Don't you have uh, another podcast, sir? Okay, so we're gonna plug all my podcasts. Uh, so I mean, might as well. Why not? Yeah. So if you're if you're a wrestling fan, uh, if you like old school TNA, I'm also part of the Total Nonstop Analysis podcast. You can find us on Twitter at TN Analysis. And if you're a fan of AEW, I'm also part of the All Elite Hour podcast. Uh, you can find us on 
by searching Marked Out Wrestling uh, on all your podcast platforms and just look for the episodes titled All Lead Hour or AEH. Also follow uh, the Scream Queens. Yes. Uh, I think CC's handle tr- is still CC Tron. Yeah, it's at CC Tron at uh, Beetle Jess, I think her name yes. is on Twitter. Yes. Um, and at Scream Queens, let me get their full handle. I always like the Scream Queens plug their podcast. Yes, Scream Queens 85. Yes, follow You know them. you're looking at the right one when you see the vampire lips. Yes, follow them and then follow our friends Sounds from the Grave podcast at Sounds Grave on Twitter. And you can follow uh, the co-hosts of that podcast, our friends Yusuf and, and Vanya. You can follow, follow Vanya at HHN Cultus and you can follow Yusuf at It Be Yusuf. Oh. And I think that pretty much covers everything. Uh, any final, final words, Teddy? Uh, I'm, I mean, I'll keep it short. I'm pretty fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I would expect. Here's 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 some good advice for you. Do not accidentally take Adderall, and then drive a fucking ecv around because you'll want to go fast and while an ecv may go fast it may not go as fast as you're liking but that's okay and with that being said uh that experience would probably be about like riding fast and furious supercharged Have a great night, good, good, uh, great morning, great afternoon, everyone. Bye. We'll see you next week.